right, welcome to the Two Guys from Queens podcast. My name's Tommy, and this is my co-host, Dwight. How you doing? And uh, we're going to be talking about how to get your mind right and uh, find out what true happiness really entails, right? And, um, you know, today, since this is our first podcast, which we're really excited about, we're going to just, you know, dive into a little bit about ourselves and then talk about some other things. And Dwight, why don't you take it away? <laughs> yeah, I'm Dwight. Uh and basically, uh, you know, as Tommy was saying, this is this is basically about about happiness. You know, it, it's a funny thing. I spent my whole life trying to attain something I, I didn't even know I was looking for, and and that really was just some peace of mind in, in myself, and and uh, you know, just uh, a, sad, a general satisfaction in life. And, and it's funny. I, I thought happiness was the thing. I tried to fill it with a bunch of different things. You know, uh, I've been in recovery for several years now. Uh, I came to my first recovery meeting in uh, 1983, and um, it didn't take right away. <laughs> I was a little young for that, but I come from a, I come from a town called Halden uh, in New Jersey. It's uh, right next to Patterson. If anybody knows the area, I've been living in Queens in New York City now for about 30, 32 years. And um, yeah, it, it, you know, basically, uh, as I said, you know, I come from a family. I'm a, a large Irish Italian family, seven kids. You know, my father was a compulsive gambler. He took his life when I was 18 years old. He was 48, and in fact, the, the 40 year anniversary of that is next week. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's that's a big thing. But um, and, and this is this is you know this is what we do. It, it took a long time to get where I am uh, emotionally and mentally and spiritually, and it's been it's been a great journey so far. You know, and they say you know if you're happy with where you are, you have to be kind of satisfied with everything that that, that got you there, everything that happened to you along the way to get there. Um, but. You know, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm divorced twice. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> yeah, I found that piece a little bit later in life. Yeah, but um, yeah, and, and you know, but I have a great relationship with my ex-wife, which is an amazing thing as well. And that's only because of the things that that I've done through through different uh, programs and things that we're going to talk about here about you know personal responsibility. That's a, that's a big key for yeah. us. Uh, except you know acceptance self-acceptance uh losing the victimhood you know a lot of things happened to me between my, my you know my mother my mother drank a lot my father was a compulsive gambler and a drinker and a free swinger as they say <laughs> and uh, you know so I had a lot of things that, you know, I had two beautiful, well, I had one beautiful child. My wife was pregnant with our daughter. We got into a bad car accident. Uh, we lost the kids in the accident. That was uh, 15 years ago. And so, you know, it's been, it's, it's been a long, bumpy road, and, and it's easy. Um, I know when you have these personal difficulties, to use them as an excuse to do stupid shit with your stuff. Excuse me. He says, don't swear. I try it. <laughs> it comes along. It's just natural to me. But, you know, to do stupid things with, with, with your life, you know, like, like heroin, <laughs> you know, and, and things like that. And uh, I've been drug-free now for um, coming up on nine years uh, of uh, being drug-free. My clean day is 8, 10, 12, if anybody's interested. Um, but it, this isn't – I don't want to give people the impression that that's all that this is about because it's not. Definitely not. These are things that are really good f for anybody. Like, I, it's my firm belief that, that – so many people, like I say, over ninety percent of the people in this country, anyway, are looking for something that you know they're searching, you know, and and we think we can find it in the material. We think that we can find it in in stuff, you know, when we fill our lives with stuff, and and stuff isn't for me is never has never been satisfactory. It's it's a momentary uh, thing. It's it's instant gratification and things like that. But what's filled me with with more peace and everything, uh, in my estimation, is is more of a spiritual nature. And I'm not talking about religion or anything like that. I'm talking about being right with myself, being right with my world, and being you know being right with my community and things like that. And that that's done more to to satisfy my spirituality than.
than anything else in the world, helping other people. And, and Tommy and I are both uh, advocates of that, I think, you know. And um, so anyway, that's my story. Tommy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh-huh. Okay, no problem. All right, great. Um, you know, Dwight, every time I listen to you talk, I always get something new, you know. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. But, um, you know, Dwight talked about a lot of key points, right? Like he talked about personal responsibility. And, you know, for me, like I wish I had this – Troubled childhood, this bad situations. He wishes he was me. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish I was Dwight. <laughs> but 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 I don't. Like, I came from a really good family, right? I came from really good people, educated people. You know, my, my mother and father, both professionals. My brother, a chiropractor. And then there's me, right? <laughs> you know? And, 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 you know, and that comes with personal responsibility. I, I was given the tools and I was given the the... the the choices, like I was put in good schools. I was put in good situations. I chose certain things. I chose drugs. I chose the streets. I chose to be something that, you know, I wasn't brought up to be. And that comes from like just personal responsibility and and, and taking accountability in your life, right? And, and, you know, the choices I made, listen, you know, would I want to change them? Yes. But in some respects, no, because it's making me who I am today, right? Yeah. My story is making me the person I am today, which is want to help other people, right? And not to do the things I've done. And some of the things I've done, drugs, rob, steal, right? Get me incarcerated. Dwight talked about, you know, mm. uh, you know, two marriages. I had two failed marriages, right? Mm. And from good people. Yeah. With good people, right? But I chose certain things over other things. I chose the lifestyle over a family and yeah. and you know and i lost a lot of time doing that right and, and it hurts me like you know it's funny like you know i'm clean almost 13 years now i'm clean like 12 years seven months and like Talk about almost miracles. 29 days right yeah. and, and and this is a guy that every time he uses ends up in jail for long periods of time right yeah. but the thing that that like you know there was one i think it was like two years ago I, I was at my birthday and I was sitting around a big table like this at a restaurant and everybody was talking about stories. Like, remember when we did this? No. Remember when we did this? No. Remember, remember, and, and like I kept on sliding lower and lower in my chair, right? Yeah. And I said to myself, I never want to be in that situation where you say, remember this story? And I say no again, right? That hurt me. Right. And those are years and years of, of of wasted time. Right. Today, I embrace my time. You know, like give me an example. And I talk about this a lot. Like, you know, Dwight talked about his ex-wife. You know, we had a me and my ex-wife. We had, you know, some battles. But today we're actually friends. You know, we're friends. And we realize that we're raising children together and it's better to work together than apart. Right. And that's because, you know, of time of growing. I don't have resentments anymore. I'm not mad anymore. You know, I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but, you know, it's it's sometimes you have to bite your tongue and move forward, right? Mm. But now my kids are in my life, and they're the most important things in my life today, right? I have kids that, that, that are growing up, and they want me around, right? Like, you know, this is the person who wasn't there on all those things, and today I'm able to be there. Like, today my daughter just passed her, you know, she's officially a nurse today. Like, that to me... Is yeah. like, that's a huge accomplishment yeah. on my part also, because I helped shape her. I helped 
make her the woman that she is today. You know, and and, and we're going to talk about these things. We're going to talk about a lot about life mm-hmm. and, and, and the good points and the bad points because there are bad points in life. But the bad points is how you get up from those bad points, right? Well, yeah, and, 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 you know, and, and how you deal with these. Like, what do, what, do you do, what do you do with yourself when bad things happen? And bad things are going to happen. Like, that's part of life. Right. One of the, you know, guaranteed, you know, you, you're going to go to the bathroom. And right. You, like, one day <laughs> people are going to die, you know, and, and these things are going to happen. Um, and Tommy said something that was key, you know, and, and, and I'm big on this. You know, I, we talk to a lot of different groups, and, and I, I work with a lot of young people. And one thing that I love to tell people, everybody, not, not just young people, but especially especially young people, is this is not a fucking... Uh, see, there I go Don't again. worry about it. Just cry. This is not a rehearsal. <laughs> this isn't a her- rehearsal. This is your life. This right. is happening. This isn't a warm-up. This is... You don't get a do-over. One thing that is... You know, people talk about the great equalizer. Time is the great equalizer. Time doesn't give a shit about your gender, your race, your religion, your nationality, where you live. Time doesn't care about any of that shit. Right. It just it keeps, keeps moving, going no matter on. what. Right. And you can complain that you got... That you got didn't get a good deal that somebody screwed you out of something. It doesn't matter. Time doesn't care. One day you wake up and you're 58 years old and you say, what the fuck did I do with all that time? Right. What did I do with it? And, and you know, it, it's so important to, to say, look, what do you want? What do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to live your life? Yeah. Yeah. We talk about responsibility and, and I'm, I remember having this thought once, you know, about, uh, you know, like there are billions of people that have lived on this earth and we know the names of a a couple million people throughout history, right? We know their names, whoever they are, whatever. Most of us are going to pass through this life unnoticed except for our legacy, you know, and how you treat people. And, and, and at your funeral, what do you want people thinking about you? What do you want them saying about you? You know, you may not be that great poet. You, you may not be that great astronomer or any of those things or a great philosopher, but what do you want them to say? And, and for me, you know, I came to the understanding that if somebody sits around and says, he, he was a decent human being, you know, he, may, he was an asshole at times, but he was a decent human being and he went out of his way to help people. And, and that, I think, is what I want my legacy to be. And that's what's going to reverberate through the ages if I treat mine my people well and they treat theirs well and I have some kind of influence and power over that that not power but right. you know some influence on that and that's that's what I'm looking for no, you I know? agree with you man you know like for me you know I just want to you know if we're talking about legacies I just want to be able to you know for my kids to to be able to pass on what I'm learning mm-hmm. pass on to their kids so they could pass right. it on going forward right and it's just about helping people and feeling good about yourself right and be passionate in what you do yeah, yeah. you know i really believe that it's just being passionate in what you do and and you know just to segue a little bit you know just talk, like this podcast was you know a long time coming we've been talking yeah. about this for a long time and you know the funny thing is is like you know when when Things went bad about a year or so ago. You know, I started changing directions. Right. (laughs) I didn't want to mention that. But, you know, things started changing directions and, you know, things started becoming real and what's important and what's not important. Right. And, and, you know, me and Dwight started talking about this. And, you know, I believe in in helping people. I feel good when I help somebody. Right. I feel good with giving something away freely. Mm. And that's what we want to show, you know, to people today that we could, you could still do that. You could be kind, you could be, you know, humble and you could give away what you have. Right. Well, and that's, you know, we talked about that. I, I remember in the end of my using, like, you know, in the end of my using, I was so self-absorbed 
like everything. I, I, I would lay on my couch, and I mean, it was, it was all about, you know, doing heroin and, and, and just feeling sorry for myself. We'd lost the kids, and, you know, my, my, my now ex-wife, she was, you know, she was just beside herself in pain, and I couldn't help her. I was absolutely uh, incapable of helping anybody. But I felt so sorry for myself that, you know, and I thought my problems were so insurmountable. I would have traded lives with any person at random walking down the street. Right. Like, oh, you know, nobody <laughs> knows the pain that I'm in, you right. know. And that's all, you know, that's 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 ridiculous. I remember, in fact, this was, um, this is, it was uh, 2006, I think, when, uh, or, yeah, 2006, a Mets lost game seven Shocking. to the Cardinals. Oh, God. <laughs> this is why I, I don't wear a Mets hat. How <laughs> frustrated Mets fan. And I remember thinking, you know, like, uh, like, you know, um, that this was all part because of me. That's why they lost. Like, you know, my life is so bad. God hates me so much. The fucking Mets can't even win game seven, you know, like, and it's so ridiculous. And it came to dawn, you know, maybe, maybe somebody in St. Louis needed to win more. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know if things work that way or whatever, but, uh, you know, it's just that self-absorption and a lack of self-acceptance right. to say, Hey, you know what you need to do? You know, I, I read a book. It was the first book I ever you read. I said it. I read all the time. You know mm. that I like, don't even go. Anyway, and it, 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 it talked about you threw my whole thing off there. I got to tell you, yes, I read. But it was the first book to tell me, you know what, asshole, put the heroin down. Right. <laughs> like, you can't do heroin and make your life better. Like you know, you got to get you off sure of this shit. That? No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried, and uh, and it never worked. You know, so um, I read I read this book, and and I won't mention it because we don't endorse things like that unless you know you're out there and you want to pay for an endorsement. <laughs> and no, I'm, I'm kidding about that, but um. No, I read this book, and it, and it was the first one to say, you know, because I read them all. Like, I read every self-help book I could that didn't, that told me that I could still, you know, do drugs and, and drink I, I, and everything. You know what? I got to stop you one second. Uh, I got a question. You read all the books? I read them, yeah. Did Road you take action travel. on any of those Of course books? not. Okay. Of just course. curious. Action. I was just I'm just thinking, I'm just trying to figure out if you actually not. did anything. I, no, no. But you read them, though. I read them. Okay. I read them. I paid for them. So you have most a lot of, of information. Them. I stole in a couple of them. I got to be honest with you. The road less traveled was just sitting there and nobody was watching. I had to oh. take that book. And Scott Pay, you sold enough books. <laughs> Fuck that. I take my nine dollars and run. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But I what I'm trying one. to say is we have to take action in life. But, and that's the, well, that's part of. Oops, Thank see you. That? You see what I just did? <laughs> right. That's part of the accountability that we talk about. Right. Um, is you know, look, uh, Tommy and I, we both like to eat, and it, it may be evident. <laughs> one of us was smart enough to wear black, <laughs> and you will see me in black until I lose. But one of the things I have like thirty diet books, right? And those I didn't read. I, I one or two of my read. You know, I bet but, you a couple of them use as a plate for pizza. Uh, oh, hot, <laughs> yeah, it's just. A, I don't want to stain the table. Let's <laughs> use the book. Hot pan holders and stuff like that, right? But there's one. That's one thing about all of these books. Like they all work. I, there isn't a diet book in the world that doesn't work. I have sure, a friend, but you who, have to apply something. Real, you have to do some work. Yeah, Take yeah. action. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, we have a mutual friend who 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 he joined a particular uh, people that that are, watch their weight. Let's just say right. <laughs> And, and he's like, oh, it doesn't work. I said, well, what do you mean it doesn't work? I, I didn't eat all day. And then I he would eat like 95 points. Wasted in one all meal. his points Got on a like Tony a... Tony Romo's for ribs, you know. Let me get like, a pepperoni yeah. pizza and a Diet Coke. There's my points. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, uh, and and he and he wonders why he couldn't lose weight because that's what it's all about. It's about like look, you put these things into action. And it's not – I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, I, I battle the weight thing. But – I work on it. Like it's it's a I'm a work in progress, and we talked about Isn't this that acceptance? too. Acceptance, yeah. 
Right? Yeah. Okay, just curious. And that, it, it's <laughs> why? No, I'm just no. saying you have to accept who you are, right? Well, of course. And then you have to put some work into it. Yeah, of course. Okay, just wanted to just clear that up. <laughs> it's uh, it, it, and it is all about that. It's about it, it's about um, finding what works for you and going with it. Right. But that doesn't mean because I I know I was always a big a big one for you know I would read the books because I do I do love to read and I was a big one for uh, well that may work for this guy but for me I know me no it's not going to work if I knew me I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be two hundred and seventy pounds right. I wouldn't be you know banging heroin I wouldn't be you know exactly. I wouldn't be doing all of these things that you know that I did if I knew me that well mm -hmm. and the fact of the matter is I I didn't know anything number one about getting clean like. I went. I had to go to people who understood what it meant to be absolutely drug free, and 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 by that, like alcohol is a drug. Um, you know, I I don't. I use ibuprofen. That's that's my painkiller now. You okay. know, <laughs> my painkiller of choice. You know, like uh, you know, and and that's what it meant. It, it 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 no deviations from you know the mood and mind altering substances. Right. I don't knock certain things like that. I know there are people that need like antipsychotic drugs and stuff like that. Like Listen, I'm not whatever a doctor. Works for people, right? That's it. I'm not a doctor. I don't I don't talk about that. But um, but I know that 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 like crack is not a social drug as no. much as you want it to be. It's not a social drug because I only use crack socially. I don't like, think I I ever know anybody who did crack before and was social, social. with it. I want to see. But the let's social go to the party circle. and like smoke crack yeah. and like yeah. hang out together. Is that what everybody does? Right. No, most of them are in the corner somewhere <laughs> looking on the floor for something. Scratching. Right. Yeah. Picking up the pieces <laughs> of sheetrock going, I think it looks good, man. Right. Put it no. in the pipe. Let's That's see if definitely, it definitely... Yeah. It's not social, right? No, heroin's not a social drug either, and people like to think it is. It was some. Pr professor I know we can we can Columbia. laugh about this now, uh, but it's really not crying. laughing. Just no. so you get it, it's really not laughing. It's just uh. it's it's just like, <laughs> you know, when you think things like this and you and you and you see people like that, it just it hurts my my spirit and oh, my heart. Definitely, you know, like I've, I've known so many yeah. people in this last year that that went into you know isolation, despair, oh. and died. Yeah. From going out there, yeah, man, and I don't want to see that happen to anybody yeah. anymore. You know, it, it, you know, I had somebody that I worked with really close, and I would talk to her every single day. You know, trying to, you know, say, "Listen, I know what you're doing. I'm yeah. not doing anything." You know, falling asleep at the desk. It's like, you know, this is not. We don't become social when we do this. We, it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, it's pain and suffering, man. Yeah. And I hate to put it on a somber note, but that's, you know, that's the reality of this stuff. That's the reality of life. It doesn't have to be about drugs. It could be about anything. Well, and, and that's, again, that's, you know, it, I think it's important to reinforce the fact that we're not here to talk about, like, no. this isn't about recovery or getting off of drugs. This is about living life. Because I got to tell you, the things that I've done since I quit drugs are things that I never imagined myself doing. Like, I travel all over the world now. I love to travel. And it's something I always like to do, but it was more like, and you eat. know, one of these days, man, I'm really going to get out there and I'm going to do something with my life, you know? Well, you open up your eyes to different things, right? Uh, you're not you're not locked into a certain what? area or a certain like because it becomes a job. Oh God, my and life it's, is and it's not about and, and I want to get this straight. It's like it's anything. It's like you know if we go out there and gambling or living a certain lifestyle, yeah. it becomes a job. It becomes a lifestyle, and, and we just get caught up in doing the same thing over and over again, and we miss things and we miss yeah. the world. The world passes up by because you were talking about time. Time doesn't yeah, stop no, for us. No. Time does not stop for us. Time keeps moving. Time keeps going. People get older. We get older. And you miss out on things. And, you know, like now, you know, like my parents are getting older. You know, they move down, you know, down to Florida and they come back. And every time they come back, you know, whether it's three months or six months, 
I see the difference in yeah. them. I see the age. And, like, it, it hurts my spirit to see that, you know? Because these are people that cared for me and loved me and, and molded me, right? So, like, not so good sometimes, but, you know, that's my fault. Just my fault, all right? But, you know, like, it just shows you how precious time is and how precious life is. And, and you know, and I don't travel like Dwight because I get caught up with other things, but I like other things that, that keep me busy. But, you know, it's about enjoying life. Yeah. And really, truly well, enjoying life. You know, in understanding, I think my my idea of what's fulfilling has changed so dramatically. Of course. Like to me, it was like, look, waking up in 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 having a couple pills left, or, or being able to have a bag that or two. That was a good day. That was a, that was right. it was a good day. Right. And, and all that did was got me straight. And then I had to go work on on getting high, you know. Um, and like last year, I spent a month out in Utah, and it was just such a beautiful experience, you know. I went out. It was a hike. Like I went, I hiked every day, and I was out there for a month. And every morning we get up early, you know, uh, we were up before before the dawn and to see the sunrise over Bryce Canyon or in Zion National Park. It's it's a it was a life altering experience to be able to see that. You know, I spend a lot of time in Southern California as well. I love it out there. You know, I go like twice a year. I try to make it out to Encinitas. And just to see the sun setting over the Pacific Ocean, right. there's a there's a, a Zen uh, center there that you can you know you can just go up. Anybody's welcome to come in and pray, and you know it's not it's meditation, it's it's whatever. But I go I do that you know, and, and you go up there on the bluff over the Pacific Ocean and, and you meditate and just see this absolute beauty, and it's unlike I tell you it's better than any high that I ever got um, from 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 drugs. Like right. it's 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 just such a natural thing to do, you know. Going in the coast of Scotland, there's another one. Of my favorite places, you know, and, and to go to Oban and, and, and watch the sunset and the boats are coming in and it's just beautiful, you know, and, and to be able to appreciate these things in my life. Like, you know, you look at me, you listen to me. Like, <laughs> these are things that, that were not important to me in my life. Right, like right. my entire life was was not based around these things. And now like the, the beauty, the beauty that's around me, you know, and uh, I go on vacations. I don't go to cities. You know, I have a good friend, uh, Anthony, he goes to cities. He loves cities. I live in New York, you know. Right, we have a city. Well, the city's a city. Oh, man, you give me but if you look at mountains. You, it's and... amazing what we have in our backyard that we don't even look oh, at. It's, it, listen, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Because, <laughs> you, know? you know, you go upstate to New York, it's it's beautiful. It's totally different. Yeah, it's yeah, like night and the, day. We have the shore down in Jersey, right. and, you know, we got everything here. Rockaway, too. Let's not forget Rockaway. All right, it's a great we won't place. forget Rockaway. I love Rockaway, oh, man. Nobody's saying anything bad about They cleaned all the syringes out and everything. It looks good now. It's really nice. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, this is what life's about, right? Yeah. Life's about the little things, right? Enjoying the little things, taking those moments and making them into something, right? And, and that's how I want to, I, I, I like to live today, you know, like that fulfills me, you know? And I want to do those things. I want to travel like you. I want to be like you, right? <laughs> I haven't told you that. I want to grow up to be like you. I say that all the time. You know, I say we have a mutual <laughs> friend, Alphonse, and we always tell him that too. Alphonse is like, oh the my adult God, he's living, he's living he's, like a, a, he's younger a king than both right of now, us. Right? So we're like, ah, oh, you know, when, when I grow up, Al. I'm oh my God. Like this yeah. guy used to call me every single day. Now we moved out. He's down in yeah. Florida living a good life. Yeah, I don't calm, even hear yeah, from yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, but that's what, that's what it's about. Like, you know, he he Peace. he made a decision in his life, and this is what I want. I think we should end on this. Mm -hmm. It's about making. He made a decision, right. right? He made a decision. How his life, what he wants for his right. life, right? And, and 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 he went for it, and he went for it, and he. And when I talk to him now, you hear the difference in right. him. You, he's not depressed. He's mm -hmm. not down. He's not. He's living yeah, his he really life. Hated it here, he right? Really hated but he's it. living yeah. his yeah. life like he yeah. was living in a. In, this is a guy who great. 
great, great person. Yeah, he is. And he was living in a, in a terrible situation, you know, and it was just making him, he looked old. Yeah. He moved down to Florida. Most people yeah. get older down to Florida. Yeah, nah, nah. He looks great, and yeah. he's living a great life. Yep. And that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, how much money you have in the bank. It's not like how much, you know, are you a CEO? Or you're... He is living the right. life that makes him better. And to, just to give, to give you an idea of where we're going with this, uh, some of our future podcasts are going to be on things like responsibility, right. setting goals, uh, right. set, being realistic about your expectations, uh, things like that, a, a, accepting things as they are, um, yeah, taking accountability, victimhood. Like these are some of the topics, topics that we're going to we'll be, be talking about. That we're right. going to be covering. And so, if you want to tune in, this is this is what we do. Uh, yes, Tommy, Dwight, and uh, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for joining us. It was very exciting today, yeah. right? We did our first podcast. We have mm -hmm. it under our belt. We're not virgins anymore, right? Are we done now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you did really truly, if you got anything out of it or, you know, you you know, you you, you have any ideas for us, we're always open to it. My Instagram is at Tommy Gucciato. And you could, you know, you can come on there. I you have DM no him. social media. Dwight has no social media. You'll never find him on social media. But like I said, if you do have something, you, you go shoot me a DM be. and I, we'll bring I'll it up. Set that. I'll try to set we'll, that up. We'll get him going on, on, on Instagram, bigdwight.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, but seriously, thank you for tuning thank you. in today. And uh, we'll talk be to well, you the next we'll time. We'll see you next time. See you later. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the show. And now we're going to hear from our sponsor, ticketbash.com. No more fees, no more fees! Bash those high-ticket service fees. At TicketBash.com, not only will you get the best seats to top sporting events, concerts, and the hottest Broadway plays, you'll always receive the guaranteed lowest prices, amazing service with a personally assigned account rep, and the security of using a company that is licensed, bonded, and insured. Get your tickets in a flash at TicketBash. TicketBash, gonna make you smile when you save some cash at TicketBash. TicketBash.